Chapter One of the Fairy Spinning Wheel and the Tales It Spun. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by phone. The Fairy Spinning Wheel and the Tales It Spun by Catul Mendez, translated by Thomas John Rivivian, eighteen fifty-five to nineteen twenty-five. A word of introduction. Who has visited the pale islands where it snows jasmine flowers, or has wandered through the forest of Brocaliand, where the fairy Oriana, once upon a time, bridged the dewdrops with oaten straws to save the caterpillars from wetting their velvet feet? Who knows the boundaries of the kingdom of Ormuz, can tell the sea in which glistens the golden isle, the name of the last emperor of Trebizond, or describe the lost glories of Matakin? Who has heard of the silver-winged Urgande, Urgale, or Melusine, of their pale sister Habondi, or of the wicked outcast Melandrine? There may be some travellers along the byways of fancy who have landed on these elusive shores, and doubtless there are students of the recondite who have made the acquaintance of these shadowy monarchs and flitting elves, but to the great bulk of readers, even to those of fairy stories, all this is new country with stranger people. For this reason, if for none other, this version of Les Contes du Rouvet of Catul Mendes should be made welcome. But there are other reasons why the stories may claim a place among the treasured records of fairydom, for their delicate play of imagination, for their jauntiness, their sudden turns of situation, their unexpected twists of praise, and for their general sweetness and lovability. Then, too, fairy stories as they are, in that they deal with the airy creatures of times and places that never were and never could be, they have often a deeper significance than appears on their surface, and behind their quips and wonders there lies a lesson. Quaint, severe, or pathetic, as was the mood of the story-spinner as he wrote. For all of these reasons, and for many that are untold, the fairy spinning-wheel and the tales it spun, is set out in its English dress with some misgiving that much of the first-hand delicacy may have been lost in the process of a change of language, but with none as to the charm of the original. Thomas J. Vivian, New York, October, 1898 End of Introduction